0: Praise the Lord. You're welcome to in Christ's hour. But allow me, allow us flow in this understanding. I'm going to reconcile everything and you will see your place. You will see why you were here today to hear these things. Praise the Lord. God has called us to study imitation. Now here I'm revealing the mundane imitations. If you must imitate a man in faith, in the faith, okay, in the call of faith, okay, we all have the same faith, right? We speak of this faith that we have in Christ. Now here I'm, I'm speaking of the faith, the entire body of Christ, okay. If you must imitate a man in the faith, okay, You should go beyond what they just speak. You should go beyond what they just share. You should go beyond what you just hear. If you are a student, if you are a man who parents himself in this faith, you must go to the place also studying the man's life. So there are people who receive from that grace just the place of the word, that is okay. But they are men who also receive beyond just the message shared on the day, but they study the man's life, they see the pattern of his life. Praise the Lord. They are men who go beyond just what he speaks, but desire to conform to his way of living and doing things. And that pattern, we've seen it through Paul and the man of God he speaks about. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. He says, Imitate me as I imitate Christ. He says you've known the manner of men that we were. But by here we hope me gave you scriptures. He speaks of how we've not Um, convented any man's gift, any man's good, any man's offering. He speaks of we've not convented, you know the manner of life that we lived among his He speaks of the way they lived, not to deprive the power that is in the gospel of its power, Of its greatness and glory, of its ability to perform, because they understood Christ, they followed after Christ, they behold certain imitations in the Spirit. Papa Thierry, I know you know where the scriptures are. Praise the Lord. He speaks of the manner of life okay, let me give them myself praise the Lord we are coming back to we are coming back to our close later okay Papa Ben you can help us I know you know these things okay praise the Lord praise King Jesus I know you can hear me. Okay. Paul speaks of praise the Lord. Okay, thank you, Papa Elijah. He says, for our gospel came not unto you in what? Nope. Yes. Okay, it is this. Thank you. First Thessalonica 115. 115. 1st Thessalonica one five. He says, For our gospel came not unto you in one only, but also in power and in the Holy Ghost. He says, And in much assurance, as you know what manner of men we were among you for your sake. So he's speaking of the pattern of behavior. He's speaking of the way they carry their lives. You see, beloved, they are ministrations actually deeper than just speech. <laughs> they are those ministrations of the Spirit that um, without speech and utterance, but you can become a pattern. You can still be a minister. Men behold how you do things. There are men who say, you know what, Papa, we are still here because we've seen your faithfulness. We've seen you always coming back. We've seen you always coming and we are here, we are not going anywhere. <laughs> you realize that is the ministration. You either and you know it or you don't know it, but there is someone beholding how you're doing things. Those are chest conversations. Those are things that men who indeed see by the Spirit behold in a man. And those are things that become impartations. Not just a man coming and laying hands on you, but they are those things you behold in a man's life and you start also to conform, to follow after, to pursue. Praise the Lord, beloved. So here we are seeing how Paul and Apollos, I believe he was a man he was moving with because he was planting and Apollos was watering. We see Timothy in his ministry. We see him speaking of Aquila and Priscilla as well in his testimonies. Praise the Lord. We see him moving with these men and he's speaking of how they were living their lives not to be deprived of the power that is in the gospel, not to be deprived of the glory that is in the gospel. Because when men do that, trust me, men are defiled. Men don't know where to run to. Men are taken off the right course. Now, a beloved saint was sharing of, you know, a fight somewhere, where men of God, you know, came through, attacked the ministry. You know, there was a bishop in the church you know these men even you know, like a ministry that is big so they were having um, you know like branches like you know they have very many ministries in different places so this one unit where this bishop was serving you know men came and attacked him from another you know from another unit he came to this very man and were attacking him, imagine it was, it was, you know, ministry time, it was service time. These men came so angry, so bitter, so furious, they just came through, broke in, went to the pulpit, started to, to you know, to speak whatever they wanted to speak. But you realize in that, as I was listening to the messages, you realise that, I was, as I was listening to, to the saints, these men didn't understand a certain place in Christ. There was a place they didn't see in God. And I'm going to give to tell you this. Not everyone you see the gospel actually, they seek the things of God. Not everyone you see actively, speaking, trying to serve, actually in serving God. And here you check your heart, we check our hearts. Men, I know I'm speaking very deep things, in simplicity of words. <laughs> so you look at this, you realize that there was a mind these men did not understand. And the question is, under which spirit are they functioning? Because you realize that the things that Christ make Christ are actually things that make for peace. Things that seek for reconciliation. Now you found the churches gathered, men are praying. Okay, whatever reasons it may be, why don't you have patience of spirit to wait for the ministration, the ministering of the servant of God? Call him him aside, speak as mature men, without even, you know, the sheep knowing what is happening. Praise the Lord. Papa gave me that scripture that says, not all seek the things which be Christ. You realize that they even don't have what we call basic wisdom. Because I believe even men in the world, there are some who have an understanding that you know what, let's wait this man get done, to minister, let us take him aside and let us speak as mature people. But arrogantly, they just come before the saints, they break through, they disorganize the servant of God, they silence him, it is like an uprising, You know, like it's like a coup, a coup d'etat, those that did history. It's like, you know, they overthrowing the government. (laughs) It's like they are (laughs) overthrowing. It's like they are in the flesh. Praise the Lord. It's like they are in the flesh. You realize they are seeking power. They are seeking leadership that is not bestowed on them by the Spirit. And in there when you enter their hearts, you realize that these men are seeking their own. For all seek their own, not the things which are Jesus Christ's. Philippians 2.21 You realize in their hearts they are seeking things that are them you realize even in the basics of the wisdom of the spirit these men have no place are we judging them that they be condemned you know but you know the saint told me they were speaking vulgar words they were speaking funny things and the saint told me when i saw this whole experience i started to speak in tongues and so one of them came and asked now you're speaking in tongues what have they invented eating, you <laughs> Insulting the spirit—that is insulting God. Okay, so you're speaking in tongues. Mm -hmm. So what is God? You're not mocking, yeah? Okay, you're speaking in tongues. So what is God showing you? What is He telling you? (laughs) Praise the Lord, beloved. You realize that they don't have even the basic understanding of the things which make Christ. And beloved, peace are the things that make for Christ. Reconciliation, love, patience, believing in men, being patient with men, is part of things that make for Christ. What did He come to do on the face of the earth? Did He come to condemn men? or He came that they may have life. The Bible says He came that they may live. What is the ministry that He has given us? Is it a ministry of division or a ministry of reconciliation? You realize it is the ministry of reconciliation. Those are things that make for peace. Those are things that define why Christ came. To bring peace unto the world. To bring love to men. To bring unity. To bring God, those are things that make for the kingdom of God. Peace. The Bible says the kingdom of God is not in what is not in meats and drinks, but it is in righteousness and joy in the Holy Ghost. It is in peace. That's why the Bible calls Him the God of Peace. May the God of Peace. So when you see men making divisions, do they really even know God? In any affair, no matter your disagreement with the man or the person, always seek the place of peace. Always seek the place of peace. If they don't know what you know, be patient with them. Do not disqualify them. That is why I began for Because the Bible says knowledge pass up. But love edifies. 1 Corinthians 8.1 Love edifies. But knowledge passed up. (laughs) How many men because of what they know. And they're like, you know what? 1 Corinthians 8.1 says, love edifies. Knowledge passes, but love edifies. How many men, because of what they know, the revelation they carry, the understanding they carry, now I'm taking you back to Apis, that have disqualified particular men because of what they know. No, the things that make for Christ is peace. Papathiel, give us 1 Corinthians 8, 1. He says, now catching things offered unto idols, we know that we all have knowledge. Knowledge perfect up, but charity edifies. This is love like right that. God has put whatever edification Follow the church in the dimension of love, in the realm of love, in the place of love. God has called your ministration in love. God has called your living to be in love. God has called everything you do as a minister to always carry the element of love. Because without love, he says, you are a sounding brass. You are like something that makes noise, but without <laughs> without any sweetness, without any flavor, without distinction, you are just a sounding gong. But you realize that actually the distinction Of, of the Spirit is not in how you put words right, but actually the distinction is, is in how much of His love you've beheld. In how much of His love you walk in. That is where God has put the distinction. So though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not loved, I am become a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. You realize the distinction is not an articulation. Because men can use words better. Even men in the world can use words better. But do they walk in love? Are they ministers of God? Are they servants of God? Are they submitted to His will? Are they submitted to His leadership? No. You realize the distinction is actually in the revelation of how much love you carry. How much love? To what degree do you walk in love and do the things you do? Are you inspired by love or you are inspired by self? Are you inspired by agape or you are inspired by your own motives? It says they seek things which not make for Christ. They seek things which do not reveal Jesus. They seek vain glory. They seek vain praises. And God has put all that glory and praise vain. But do you seek the glory that God gives? Do you seek the glory that comes because you are faithful as a minister? Do you seek the glory with which God gives you, or you seek just the glory of man. (laughs) Apollos didn't carry the whole Bible in his head. But by reason he is born again, those things were in his spirit. But he needed certain instructors. Beloved, you're welcome to In Christ Hour. Carol L, we love you. River Eve K. Alicia, Leader Monica, Agnes, Nakecho, Mama Blessed to be a blessing, David, and Mama Tabitha Ring, we love you. We know you found this in the middle. But I'm going back for you to catch up with us. Praise the Lord. Did Apollos Know everything from Genesis to end, no. But God positioned men in his life that are ready to instruct him, to believe in him, to show him the perfect way. A lot of has already spoken about the wilderness experience and he says that God can't put you in the wilderness. You can't be going through the wilderness. You can't be going through your hardest time or trial testation. And God says to put there a man to give you the word. No. No. God can't take you through a process or a hard time or situation without him giving you the word. Even as a minister, God can't call you to be a minister without putting particular men in your life for you to see patterns, for you to study certain things. No, it is not possible. Someone's mic is unmuted. Mama Charity, Genevieve, your mic beloved. So we see as a minister growing, as a servant of God growing, as a child of God growing. God knows Everything that you need to fulfill what he has ordained on you. But why is it when some men come in our lives, we treat them as the obvious things? You know what? I know him. We share with him. We always do the same things together. Praise the Lord. So when I began, I told us that for me, God, has taught me throughout one year the wisdom to discern, to understand, to know how to relate, to see things distinctively, to see things you know, more than I used to see them before. Because, to be honest, a man ministering and one just at the end of receiving, you can't be at the same place, it is non possible. It is non possible. You are totally in different places and positions. You're totally in different responsibilities. It is evident like right that. A man minister is having responsibility, and a man just receiving. He's just receiving. That is it. Not until you take on responsibility. Then God will start to deal with you in that very responsibility. Differently from a man that is just seeking and just listening. So in the place of one year, how God has brought me, I have seen a place of knowing how to deal with the anointing. To know how to discern, oh, I need this one more than the other one. Oh, I need to cut off this star then I need to join myself to this time. I need to listen to this man at this particular time and this different hour. I need to, to to you know, to know how I carry myself as well. As I see men increase, men bringing in their calls, men bringing in, you know, their requests. Oh, Papa, this. Oh, Mama, this. Oh, Papa, you know, this. You realize that? That place is totally different from a man who is just That place is totally different. And the beings now of God are also different in a way. So in a place of ministry the wisdom that every other day God has elevated me in to see, to know how to be, to know how to relate, to know how to respond. Okay, as, 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 as men call you more, do you still have time for me? That is a place of wisdom to discern to more However much many calls may come through, I need to create as well time. Listen to the message. Study the word. Apply myself. That is a wisdom. It is a place of growth. It is a place of elevation. It is a place of, at, you know, of attaining. <laughs> Yes. The man can say, I can put it in better. I can put it in better words than he has done. That is okay. But, why haven't you taken on the responsibility to do what is he's <laughs> It is wisdom. I'm sharing the wisdom here. I'm sharing the maturity. I'm mature with us. Oh, a saint is telling you, I have an affliction. Do you put them in a place of judging them? Ah, uh, how can you do that? Ah, you, the whole you, you're still stumbling in these little things. Ah, ah, do you start to laugh? Oh, you appreciate, you start to see, oh, now that is the weakness of the flesh. Oh, but he is a man of the Spirit. Do you start to encourage such a saint? Do you start to strengthen such a brother? According to the testimony of the Spirit, or you start to condemn them, to push them to the wall, your thoughts start to judge them? Or you encourage them according to the pattern of the Spirit? He says, you who are spiritual, strengthen those ones that are weak. He says, if a brother is feeble, he says, you who are strong in faith and conviction of spirit, he says, strengthen such brothers in the faith. Let me get this scripture. I love Romans 15. And I'm going to read it for us. I love Romans 15. I love Romans 15. Let me start from one in amplified, He says, we who are strong in our convictions and of robust faith, he says, ought to bear with the failings and the frailties and the tender scrapples of the weak. He says, we ought to help carry the doubts and the qualms, Q-U-A-L-M-S. Of others and not to please our souls. You see, you can't be a minister of, of Christ if you're still seeking self. Papa bullets are down. You can't be a minister of Christ if you're still seeking self. You can't be a minister of God or a servant of Christ If in your deeds, you're still seeking your glory, you can't. You can't. There are saints who pray. There are men who seek God. There are men who desire to see certain places in God, but these things never come to them. Because when God looks in their hearts, In his heart, and he sees there is a wisdom in him that it is not yet functioning in him. And if God gives him those liberties of access in the Spirit, it's going to be to the destruction of many, it's going to be to the destruction of himself and even to others. Actually, when you find me, you're going to find me very quiet and normal. <laughs> But you realize the things that are rolling in the head right? there, the things that are bubbling in the inside, are too deep. You realize in there the meditations, even in the place where I'm laughing with you, smiling with you, joking with you, playing with you, are not meditations that are, are just at your present situation. <laughs> Praise so, the Lord. Praise the Lord, beloved. These are wisdoms we need to know. These are things we need to know. Yes, we seek to attain a place in God. But you have the wisdom that you yourself, you have something to offer. I was reading something beautiful today in, 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 in in, in the devotions Papa shared previously. And I stumbled on a devotion that was speaking of the sacrifice of the servant. And he was speaking of the blood. It was speaking of um of, of, of the sacrifice of every minister, the understanding, the wisdom in which we labour, offer our souls, give our souls to these things. And even there Papa revealed something beautiful, he said that your sacrifice must have re- its results. And he said, in the results is the life of, of, of your blood in the gospel. And he relates with that and he says, when we see Jesus in the gates of, you know, in the garden of Gethsemane, sweating blood, you realize that his sweat wasn't just a sweat as some men who don't have enough wisdom. But you realize that his sweat had the element of life. Because it was blood. And he says, in the blood is life. You realize that his sweat, his labors, wasn't just the labors. Without the understanding of the sacrifice. Without the understanding of the life in the sacrifice. You realize that we, you and me, if you don't understand the life in the blood, in the sacrifice, as a minister, You may not offer. You may not give yourself. You may never see certain things in God. You may never attain certain places in God. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Praise King Jesus, beloved. Praise the Almighty God. (laughs) One time, someone made a statement and he said, if you are still seeking God in your places of comfort, you may not see God. <laughs> may that thing blow me up. In there, what I understood was, your sacrifice must carry the revelation beyond just your comfort. Must carry the revelation of what Christ offered. Must carry the revelation of the testimony of Jesus. Because look at this with beloved. Even in your place of offering and giving yourself to the things of God, you can never say that you offered yourself above the grace at work in you. It is not possible. You can never offer yourself to the things of the Spirit beyond the invitation of the Spirit. It is not possible. You can never claim a place, you know what, Ah, I did this, I did that, I did that, without the understanding of the sacrifice bigger than your sacrifice, without understanding the heart of Christ in the message. The Bible says, some seek their own, and not the things which be Christ. You realize that Christ patterned himself to serve the will of God. And we, are you and me, we are called to follow in the same pattern. He says, if you understand this doctrine, you will know that This is not my message, but it is the message of Him that sent me. You and me, when we understand the patterns, the travails of Christ, you realize that, let me put it this way, when we understand the message, when we understand the patterns of the Spirit, you realize that these are more than we, but Christ at work and at labor in each one of us. I believe it makes sense right now. The more we know Christ, what he did, we who seek to be ministers, we start walking walk in the same pattern. Because us pursuing him, to know him actually. It is more we conforming. To his ways. As conforming. To his very pattern. You and me conforming. And pursuing and seeking. The very things. That he. Pursues. Is Christ still ministering? Yes. Is he still serving God? Yes. Yes, we no longer regard him in the flesh. Some think his his ministry ended in the flesh. He is the minister of the sanctuary. That is not preached with human hands, but he is the minister of the eternal sanctuary. Do we pursue, do we know the things that make up for the kingdom? Righteousness, peace, joy in the Holy Ghost reconciliation, loving men, drawing men, bringing them to the serving knowledge, do we know His mercies? Yes. Do we know His patience? Yes. Do we know His forbearance? Yes. Those are things that make up the kingdom of God. Beloved, the kingdom of God is not made by mysteries. No. The kingdom of God, yes, there are mysteries in the kingdom. True God is a mystery. Jesus is a mystery. We speak of those mysteries, but you realize that the aim of these things is actually love. Mysteries, death is for your benefit. You as a person and a minister is for your benefit. But you realize that the place of love. Is actually to the profiting with all. Is to the profiting of the whole kingdom. Is to the profiting of the whole kingdom. When men behold us united in peace, calling upon God in truth and holiness, you realize that men desire certain wants what makes phenomenal? what we are everyday increasing, growing, you realize it is what men see from outside. You realize it is how we've patterned our souls. It is how you have branded yourself. It is how you've studied the things Papa Grace shares and you conform to the same. You walk in love, we walk in love. Because that is where the Spirit of God dwells. When He sees the unity in mind, when He sees a unity in peace, when He sees you walking, working, dealing with each other in this understanding beloved, manifestation becomes evident. <laughs> Romans 14-17. Thank you, Mama Tabitha. It says for the kingdom of God is not in meat and drinking, but in righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. In the Holy Ghost, you can't go through the wilderness without God positioning men in your life. You can't go through whatever you are going through. God, you know. And God fails to give you the word. Because the word is the ultimate answer. The word of God is the ultimate solution. The word of God is the ultimate thing we ever desire. The Bible says he exalted it above his name. He exalted it above his name. God elevated his word, his counsel, above any council of the world, He exalted His counsel above any systems of this world. Did He create all things? Yes. He exalted His word above all things, because with God are all things; in Him are all things; and for Him are all things. You realize that He exalted even His Word above all things. It's the ultimate answer you need. It is the ultimate solution you need. I'm laboring to reveal the heart of God. In Christ hour, today the things I've labored to speak about is to show you the wisdom in God. I've labored to show us how we relate I've laboured to show you all these facets, the wisdom that make a minister, the patience of God, the patience of your spirit, the patience we carry as we deal with each other, any man your brother has stumbled, your brother is still carrying a lesser revelation to yours, and you feel you're elevated to a higher understanding, Right there is a patience to teach him. It is a patience to deal with him. It is a patience for you to open up and be like, you know what, tell me, share with me. And beloved, when we do these things, please open up always. It is to your benefit. It is to your profiting. Because as long as we are talking about the word, as long as the man is giving you the word, that's all you need. You may think the solution is money. You may think the solution is um, when I get that breakthrough. Or when I get that. You realize that first of all it has to be the word. Because if the breakthrough comes through, mm -hmm, what's next then? You still need the word. You will still need God. Yes, you're strong in conviction. Yes, you're strong in, in faith. You're robust in faith. Romans 15.1 is telling you and me, you ought to bear with the failings and the frailties and the tender scruples of the weak. I'm reading from Amplified. Without hope come the doubts. We have things who are doubtful. But they are beloved of God. He loves them. He loves them. And he is ready to perfect them. But we have them in the kingdom, yes. Because the scriptures have said they are there. The scrub the doubtful. Praise the Lord. And not please ourselves. God has not called us in this ministry to seek the pleasure, the pleasing of yourself. God has not called us in this ministry to do that wisdom for the ministers. Two, the Bible says, Romans 15, 2, Let each one of us make it a practice to please make it a practice. Do you know what it means to practice here? It is something you apply yourself to every day. Is it a one day thing? No. We are in salvation as a race. Paul speaks of this race. He uses the, 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 the metaphor race. He uses the experience of one who is in athletics. He speaks of them that fight as one boxing the air. But even in us, you and me. You know, in a place of you growing and me growing, in a place of application, in a place of exercising, as one who is beholding the end in sight, as one who is fully given to the place of practice to attain something incorruptible, to attain something imperishable, to attain something that is of greater prize and glory and honor. You realize the place of practice, beloved, you don't apply yourself to this faith, to the race that we are in of salvation, as men that box in the air. But we apply our souls as men who are having something incorruptible, an inheritance that is incorruptible, an inheritance that is imperishable, a crown after this life that is imperishable. So I win the race, yes. I win the race, yes. And I believe it is also Romans. Well, he speaks of not as one beating the air, but he shares a wisdom. He gives us an understanding. He establishes our hearts to pursue this thing wholeheartedly. And this thing we do every day. The place of that is not a one-day thing that you're going to say, you know what, Papa, I woke up with the invitation of being good. Let's look at this scripture here. It says, I therefore so run, not as uncertainly, so fight I, not as one that beateth the air. First Corinthians 9.26 Can we have it in KJV and also in another version? Maybe amplified. It's gonna speak something beautiful to us. 1 Corinthians 9.26. He says, but I keep under my body, and bring it into subjection, lest that by any means, when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. That is 27. Give me 26 in another version. Speaks of how we run, how you run, how I run. He says, therefore, I do not run uncertainly without definite aim. This is what I wanted. Without definite aim. It means in the place of applying our souls. In the place of practicing. Okay? He says, make it a practice. Every day. It is something you apply yourself. It is something you choose to set your heart to. Saints seek particular things. They never tell them. But you realize that their hearts are not given to these things. Yes, they want the quick and get skill. They want what they need. Okay, me, I will listen because I need to get this. But he says, make it a practice. It means every day you apply your heart to to attain it every day you apply your heart to be a better minister every day you apply your heart to be (laughs) to conform to walk as he walked yes we are perfect in the spirit that is the testimony of his fullness are we full But how do we attain to that? How do we draw? How do we do the things we do to attain that fullness? Beloved, it is in the wisdoms I'm sharing today, it is in these little things. You apply, you set your heart to. Because in the mind of God it is already done. But as long as you're in this realm of the earth, you need to practice every day. You are called to exercise it every day. Yes, you have the love of God in your heart. It is surely shed abroad. But then you go and share the same to others. You realize it is a place of practicing the fullness that already you are covering. You realize it is deliberate. It should be. you to walk, to manifest that fullness that is already in you. In Christ's hour, we are complete. In God, but every day coming here, we are complete as ministers. We behold the sufficiency as ministers. We are complete because He has provided everything that we need for in Christ's hour to run. He has given us the revelation and elevation he has given us the word but every day what do we do we just apply ourselves because we know it is that make it a practice but like a boxer i buffet my body handle it roughly no i want 26. he says i do not box like one beating the air and striking without an adversary so he uses a metaphor here of, of a ring, one in a ring. Opposition.
1: You know, you have an opposition,
0: you have an opposer, you have someone on the other side, you have something opposing. But you apply yourself, you fight back. Yes, the, the, the flesh can be good. Because the Bible has said the flesh is contrary to the spirit. So every day you exercise, you yield your heart. Yes, that time you want to pray, but then the flesh will tell you, but you pray too much. But you prayed last night. You won't pray alone, you were praying. So do you need again to pray alone? You realize that you need to apply yourself to that call, <coughs> to that invitation to pray. Alone. That place you separate yourself and apply yourself to the very things. Let me go to Romans. You realize that we are called in a race. Let each one of us make it a practice. Make it a practice. Make it an exercise. Make it an endeavor. Make it a pursuit. Something you pursue every day to please, make happy his neighbor. The Bible says for his good and for his true welfare. To edify him to strengthen him and build him up spiritually. Then how do saints say, Papa, I want to know my calling? Ay-ya-ya. How can saints again start to have questions? Papa, what am I called to do in the kingdom? Romans 15.2 um, Let's begin with that. Let's begin with that. Love on men. Give them the gospel. Take on the responsibility of the gospel. Share it. It is as simple as that. In there you're going to start to find satisfaction. You're going to start to, to find pleasure that the world cannot give, a man cannot explain to you. You're going to find you're having a satisfaction no man can take away from you, but it is in the... Things that God has called us to. Just share the gospel. Labor to encourage someone. Because when he says make it a practice. This is something you live to do every day. This is purpose. This is course. This is destiny defined for you. Let each one of us make it a practice. To please make happy his neighbor. For his good and for his true welfare. To edify him. To strengthen him. And build him up spiritually. What do you want to do? Go preach the gospel to man believe this. The mandate was given. But let's see here a pattern. As I've been challenging the first set of patterns. As we behold from men of God. He says, for Christ did not please himself. Gave no thought to his own interest. He gave no thought. Do we have interest? Yes. But we deaden them every day. Do we have personal things sometimes we need to pursue? Yes. But we deaden them, them in Christ. We labor every day. To seek that place that God In whatever I'm pursuing I'm looking at you Christ The author and the finisher of my faith I'm looking To find purpose I'm I'm laboring in Everything I do That in the end You are pleased You are satisfied You have worked in me To perform me To the glory of your name And not for my glory Did Christ have interest? Yes. But the Bible says he took no thought of them. He took no second thought of them. Because every time he submitted himself to please God, to serve the will of God, to live for you and for me. He went to the cross for you. He died for you. He paid the price for you. He didn't pay the price for himself. He was holy already. He was a son of God, consecrated already and set apart. He was holy and righteous. But he did it because he wanted to redeem you and me. He did it because he was seeking the end of your life. You see some beauty, to, to behold something cool, something sweet and nice in you. For Christ did not please himself. Gave not thought to his own interest. But as it is written, the reproaches and the abuses of those who reproached and abused you fell on me. That's where in Christ our is. That is where we begin to speak. That is where we begin to minister. That is where we begin to see Christ and interpret him. If we are in him, what do we live for? If we are in Him, what did He accomplish for us? If we are in Him, what is our path and lot in Him? To serve Him, to be, available, to be available for Him, to see Him lifted and glorified. We lift the banner, and on that banner is Jesus. We lift Him high that men may see the finished work. Of God in him. We lift him high that may come to the understanding of Christ. We lift him high because we know what he has done for us. We know what he has offered than we can offer. For whatever was written in former days, the Bible says, was written for our instruction, that by our steadfast and patient endurance, And the encouragement, he says, drawn from scriptures, we may hold fast to and cherish hope. He says the encouragement, patience and endurance drawn from scriptures. Who do we see in scriptures? We see Christ. Who do we see in the Word? We see God. Could we see in the word? We see the person of the Holy Spirit. Patient with you, patient with me, patient with men, patient with everybody. And in that we draw our strength and encouragement to self and also to others. We encourage ourselves in the word as ministers, post fix of that place, that we we encourage you as God also encourages us. We draw from scripture comfort. We draw from scripture strength. We draw from the word patterns. We draw from the word whatever we may ever desire. In five he says, now may the God who gives the power of patient endurance, steadfastness, and who supplies encouragement grant you to live in such mutual harmony and such full sympathy with one another in accord with Christ Jesus. Together you may, with united hearts and one voice, praise and glorify the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah. Seven says, welcome and receive to your hearts. He says, welcome and receive to your hearts. Welcome and receive, he says, to your hearts. One another. Then, even as Christ has welcomed and received you for the glory of God. It means you're in the heart of Christ. That is why we are on in Christ hour. We are in the heart of Christ. The word of one another is not just mere words and talk. When he's speaking of the demonstration of love, he says, not by mere words, but also by showing. Also by working it. By also doing it. So here it is not a place of just speaking. In Christ's hour we are not just speaking. Oh, prayer line. We are not just speaking. But we live and we are demonstrators of the same. We receive you at hearts, And we love you we are God to you. When we say that the love of God is here, we know from where we are speaking and affirming, Because the welcome and the invitation is to our hearts. You are our brothers and sisters in the faith. We love you because Christ has loved us. We are God to you. We deal with each other. We labor to do all these things. It's because we've known the pattern. As Christ never pleased himself. As Christ welcomed us to his heart. As the father accepted us in the beloved. That's what the father said. Accepted in the beloved. We in. are qualified in the beloved. We are sanctified in the beloved. That is Christ. As we welcome you. We receive you in our hearts. The things we do with our hearts. The things we say with our hearts. God bearing witness with our conscience that the things we speak are true according to His word. The same we demonstrate. We the love of God, we love you. With the love of God, we adore you with the love of God you see beloved the pattern is in Christ the labor, your studies the things you do the things you listen to go beyond just the word go beyond what is just spoken I'm speaking now in the patterns of the ministers go to the heart of the minister know how he does things see him Aquinas labored in the Gospel. He didn't know the perfect way yet, but his heart and his mind was open to teaching and instruction because everything written is for our learning, right? That's what the scripture has told us. And when Aquila and Priscilla saw him, they instructed him in the perfect way. And through mingling with them, Him dealing with them, teaching him and showing him, I believe it wasn't just one day. Over a particular time, they sent him with a recommendation to the saints that he is profitable in the gospel. But did he begin from Genesis to a man? In the beginning to a man? No, but he grew. Men instructed him. He opened his heart. He learned and he was profitable. I've labored to preach, I've labored to share the patience of spirit, how we relate with one another, and also I've labored to show us here in the wisdom. In Christ our one year, it's been that place of God dealing with us, showing us and opening us to see things a particular way, to see things with a particular eye, in the wisdom of God, and we're here. And we are continuously Going to be here with us, beloved. We are going to be here and you're part of this. Invite the beloved, invite the saints wherever they are. It is a call to subdue the world with a message, with a gospel. We are called to walk in love, minister love, live in love. Those are things that make for Christ and the peace in the kingdom. In Christ our message, I end here. Papa Theory, come and give us the